0: up everybody welcome back to another episode of silence your phones your movie review podcast found exclusively on the network at bicvp-radio.com i'm one of your hosts chris chavez joined as always by sean fritz man oh man today's going to be an interesting conversation dude
1: um it, it yes it will um and it speaks to the state of covid to bring it all back. Does it, though? Uh, yeah.
0: I feel like it speaks to the state of Hollywood right now.
1: That, like, it, what happened
0: that. to just having just original ideas anymore?
1: Well, I mean, that's that's so 2019, Chris. Come on. <laughs> 2018, perhaps. But it
0: just feels like... Is there anything out at all that's original, original, that's being talked
1: about? Like that's original, like an original idea? or that Yeah, is I mean, a, overall... I just well, feel like well,
0: everything now is remakes or reboots or, or what's this new term that we're going to call where they're doing the sequel, but it's really like after 17 other sequels. Do you know what I mean? And then they're like pretend like n- number 2 through 16 didn't exist and this is going to be number 2 now.
1: What, what, what are they calling that? I, I believe they're calling that a reimagining. It's like imagine these didn't happen.
0: Then it's just kind of like, we're just going to just keep doing the same stuff over and over now moving forward. Right. Like, let's imagine they live didn't happen and we'll redo it.
1: Well, let's start with the let's imagine they live didn't happen and then just stop. <laughs> well, at it's that still sentence. a cool
0: idea, right? Like we could totally redo it nowadays and and shorten that alleyway scene from 35 minutes to about 35 seconds. It was, what What did we say? It was like seven minutes long. It was, yeah, it was pretty long, dude. It's a very, infa- so the more, you know, I think about it, I, I've thought about it since that, since we talked about it, to be honest. I'm sorry to
1: hear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, you know, I think to myself, maybe I was a little harsh on it because I was trying to come in more critically because I still do enjoy it as the kind of film that it is. But, I don't uh, think but dude, the, the, the fact is, is that scene is, is just kind of universally known as being a little overboard. Like, like everybody says it, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about a movie that this is considered a reboot. They're kind of restarting over again and trying to bring this idea of, you know, what was once a video game and then kind of a, a an important property in the nineties, at least of what I remember, bro, we're going to be covering the nineties one here soon. Uh, but they're trying to bring it back to this kind of like, Hey, don't forget, this is kind of a cool story. And we want to show you, you know, a new audience, what you've been missing. If you're, you've been living under a rock in the past few decades.
1: Yeah. We want to use Cova era CG Cova COVID era <laughs> CG, uh, to enhance what was, uh, what is a 30 year old property. It's going to, uh, and a 25 year old movie. and, uh, <laughs> enhance in air quotes the Reboot. cg to make it quote believable and scalable for sequels by killing off a lot of the main characters in every single sequel why not however they did that in the games too and what do you know luke kang is dead but now he's back and now he's dead again and he's back and
0: dude i guess we're gonna yeah let's get into this we checked out the brand new 2021 mortal combat
1: I first learned about this seven years ago. On a mission in Brazil, to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. The target had superhuman abilities. It had the same
0: marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it.
1: These are your champions. I'm Sonya. That's Kano.
0: I'm Liu Kang. Name's Jax. Come, Lord Raiden. The fate of Earth is in our hands.
1: No matter how many of my people you put in the ground,
0: we will not fail. Kill them. Fucking
1: beauty
0: HBO Max release we are checking it out on HBO Max I'm all the steward of the theaters you didn't go to the theaters did you
1: no and we had talked about it and yeah. you know uh I didn't go to the theaters simply because well what do you know it was Saturday night and I needed to watch it that's how that works <laughs> dude so
0: here's my experience watching this film about four or five nights ago I decided all right I'm gonna sit down and watch this now right because it's coming up let me just check it out and so I did it at night. And so I got about 20 minutes into it and started dozing off and thought, you know what? I got to watch this when I can pay attention. You know, the week went by work was crazy. It's the weekend. I'm like, Oh crap, we're recording tomorrow. I better watch it at night. So last night I sat down to watch it again uh, at the end of my night, which it shouldn't have been, but I did. And I picked pay- what it is is I picked up from where I left off. Instead of starting over again, mm. I picked up from where I left off. I kept going there. And then maybe another half hour in, I got, and then I started dozing and I kept popping awake. Right. And I kept thinking, okay, I'm catching enough of this. I know what's going on, <laughs> but by the end, I woke up and I was like, okay, hang on a second. What happened? And I'm like, okay, this was not a good movie, but I couldn't remember what happened. So this morning I was like, I'm going to watch it. Just sit down and watch it straight through. And I just, I watched it this morning. So I've technically seen it one and two, two quarters times if you want to call two it quarters? that mean, two quarters yeah. now i like to say two quarters oh because okay. that's Let's how my brain it. works when i'm yeah. trying to watch it in those increments I'm uh <laughs> that's how i watch this movie
1: that's that's cool you got it I, through one sitting yeah i sat there and watched whole family it affair thing. or just yourself uh, i was sitting there watching the tv uh, i was going to use my headphones not these mm-hmm. but a different pair mm-hmm. uh link through my Apple TV, uh, so that, because I, I started watching this, uh, Saturday night around 10 30 is when I started it, which means that I was up until almost one o'clock, uh, until I finished it. Uh, e sat beside me and I said, I'm going to watch this. Do you want to watch it? She says, I'll sit beside you and watch and, and play my game, which consists of, uh, a candy crush clone. That, that's, <laughs> that's the level of interest that she had was she's going to play candy crush or whatever derivative right. of it and periodically comment on what was happening uh not unlike what I was doing at the same time also uh, more or less calling everything or I was providing my own running commentary uh on the movie and guessing exactly what was about to happen yeah as as the movie was progressing i got it right after the first fight scene every time thereafter what were what were her thoughts as as this was progressing What's going on here? What is this? <laughs> this is crap. Now she's familiar was,
0: with the game, right? She knows the game. She's familiar with this property.
1: Yeah, she's not a fan of of the content, but okay. she is somewhat familiar. Now, when certain characters started showing up, like, what is that giant lizard doing and why is he invisible? I'm like, Well, he's a reptile. His name is Reptile. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, they went with like the Mortal Kombat 4 looking reptile, not you know, the ninja yeah. palette swap. Yeah, um, but... There's going to be much to say about some of the choices in this film, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. uh but was, also was just to tweet. I explained some... Yeah, I explained some of it to her, and, okay. and I didn't... I, I was like, you know what, I'm not even going to go into the full deep that I understand, because... Because <laughs> there's a whole the mythos set, to this thing, dude. Yeah, like, after the... um, I think it was seven or eight, which is when basically every... Dead character came back because that's how video games and movie properties work. Because mm-hmm. uh, they killed Liu Kang at the beginning of the previous game, mm-hmm. and and then uh, I think that was seven, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. And in eight, everybody came back because it was like the last uh, the last one on like the uh, the PS3, Xbox 360 series uh, consoles, and then it was uh, you know PS4 and Xbox One um which is actually the third xbox uh you know not confusing at all Mm -hmm. and um you know and at that point they rebooted the story because they went back in time i don't freaking know yeah
0: yeah it was the one where um uh where where he sends his memory raiden's memories he sends it back to himself in the past when they're Um, starting days of future past whatever yeah (laughs) basically yeah basically what it was dude Um, And you know what I got to say? Because that's the storyline where, you know, then it comes back and Kang's still alive. Everybody's still still alive. And the idea in that storyline was that this is the 10th Mortal Kombat coming up. And this was the teetering. This is basically what this storyline is that follows in this movie, is that there's a 10th one. And and so I was thinking to myself, I wonder if that's what they're going to do is they're going to loosely follow this because in that one, in that actual tournament was the, the introduction of John, uh, you know, they're showing Johnny Cage for the first time. And as we saw in this film, we don't get that. We don't get a Mr. Cage whatsoever. Dude, let's Forget get into this. Yeah, let's get into this plot. First of all, the thing that threw me off was like I was like I don't know who this guy is. Who's this?
1: Uh, what's his name? Caleb? No, what was his name? Who's Simon? What's his name? Simon McQu- McQuoid.
0: Yeah, I can't remember his, his name in,
1: in the in the show he, on the movie. The director? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. The character. Oh, uh, you mean Cole? Like Cole. The, the 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 basically the descendant of Scorpion.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So the idea is is that. We're introduced to a character that doesn't exist in the Mortal Kombat universe. They created him for the movie. One of the things I looked into, because as I'm watching this, I'm like, why would, like, I don't know who this person is. I've never heard of him. I played a bunch of Mortal Kombat games. Now, I haven't played them all, but I played a bunch. I actually know a lot of the story and the mythology behind it, but I've never heard of this guy. How come? So I'm like, let me, I'm looking it up. I'm like, oh, he was created for the film. And the idea was they wanted to create a character that would be somebody that, a person who's not into Mortal Kombat mythology could kind of latch onto, and this would be their guide into this world, right? And the world I'm talking about is that the reality of this 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 film is that there's more than one realm this uh, of existence. There's the Earth realm, there's the outer worlds, there's all these different realms, right? And they all kind of exist in harmony. Now, there's the ability for realms to take over and absorb other ones if they really wanted to right if they they could and the only way they could do that was to defeat specific champions fighters from those realms in mortal combat and that's what's happening in this film we get the idea that this exists this is what this world is about and through this fighter cole this mma fighter we're drawn into this fantastical mythology uh, of a world um, where these fighters with powers exist once you realize that's what this movie's going to be, it's kind of like a, a lot of the stuff that you'd normally go, Oh, give me a break. Come on. Like that would, like that would ever go down or like they'd ever survive that. You know what I mean? You got to let that go because uh, you're about to see a, a film in which there's a man with si- a, a creature with six arms or four arms. What does he have? Four arms. Uh, Goro
1: know? was, well, Goro in this movie has four. They didn't show Mintaro. Uh, yeah. Mintaro, who is a, half he's basically uh you know he's the 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 what is it the horse body with Mm -hmm. the torso and up as a human but he's also got like mountain goat horns
0: yeah those are going to be coming because we saw how this ended in terms of what obviously leaving an entire door open to get into this world they're trying to do basically a marvel universe thing with
1: with moral combat here well, it lends itself so well because of the breadth of characters that it has
0: and the just the depth of the stories that are available to them you know this has been around since what 92 was the video when did the video games come out 92 93
1: 91 92 93 was the second one when they couldn't keep the panels on the side of the arcade cabinet, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like the idea was, is that there's are, there's already this built-in mythology
0: of of these realms and these combats and this fighting that's been happening, and we find this in the storyline as well. So we follow Cole. He gets wrapped up in this thing because he has a specific birthmark, which you know we know, seeing the intro to this film, that he's he's kind of this lineage, part of a lineage to the original uh, guy who's Scorp, who ends up being Scorpion in the film. Um, you know, we're introduced to all the characters too, dude. We see Scorpion, we see Sub Zero, we see Sha- um Shao Kahn. We no, not Shao Kahn, we see Shang sun um, Shang Sun, uh Kong Lao, Liu Kang, uh Kano, you know, um Jax, what's her name? Uh Sonia Blade. Sonia Blade. So we see all of these characters that the, that Cole is kind of becomes enwrapped in, in all of their lives in this entire you know saga that's going on. And the saga is outer worlds looking to absorb the earth realm because for the past nine combats in a row, they've been victorious. And the next one that's coming up, the 10th one, you know, Shang Sun is like, listen, dude, we got to make sure this happens. We're not even going to leave it up to chance. We're not even going to wait till the combat. We're going to go to earth and kill all their combatants. If there's no one to face, you know, by, by default we win. And so the the this movie is not the actual Mortal Kombat tournament. This movie is what happens before the tournament when he tries to eradicate the fighters before they even get there. That's what this movie is.
1: Mm, he wants to basically win before he has to win at all costs before yeah. he can leave it to chance.
0: And we have Cole, the character kind of he's the Luke Skywalker. He's the you know the chosen one. He's the Dorothy. He's the the kid who's out of out of his realm that's brought onto this adventure. This you know of otherworldly beings and other worlds, and basically comes to know himself because this is the idea behind this thing. Like when you're chosen as one of these fighters, there's a special power that is able to manifest once you've learned how to kind of harness that power. Um, and so that's what this kind of journey is. It's his kind of coming this, into his own. Discovering and, your purpose. Yes. And introducing the common viewer to, excuse me, the world of Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And and it's in a very fantastical way yeah. and, you know, a, a number of other things. But the whole, I mean, like they did it with Liu Kang where it made sense. Like what they call it there, Armana? The... Arcana. Arcana, thank yeah. you. Liu Kang has moves where he can shoot fireballs. Yeah. Kung Lao can do some fancy pants stuff with his hat and it's telepathic Mm -hmm. um, which is part of the game both of those Jax well I don't think we ever figured out what Jax's was and Sonny Blade
0: just the fact that he had those mechanical arms right that's it maybe maybe
1: because um, he I mean, had
0: the he had the mark ahead of time but we didn't see oh, him do you know anything. what
1: it was it was that his arms went from little skinny arms to like big boy arms and then yeah. it's like yeah these match the rest of my body now look at this yeah he's it like hulk hogan poses. cyborg
0: he had a cyborg mo-
1: moment you know what i mean well so you say that <laughs> i kind of wish that they had some of the um uh, some of the uh, like the, the 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 robotic ninjas like cyrax sector smoke well
0: there to come dude i mean there's a lot more come the fact that they got did away with a lot of villains and even a a few people in this film makes me think okay well well obviously we're going to see them in the future because we know some of the storylines and what's possible in mortal Kombat universe but also the idea that fine because there are a plethora of other you know villains to pull from that are just this crazy and awesome looking and um you know intense
1: well and they did some really good stuff with some really you know uh, okay the game is scorpion and sub-zero right those are your easy characters like Mm -hmm. one two or three a little bit in four but even more so like in mortal kombat 5 deadly alliance which is probably my favorite one okay it was on the i don't think i played that one it was on ps2 uh i want to say it was on nintendo was it 64 at the time probably 64 nintendo 64 is when they introduced the 3d thing and it was polygons mm-hmm. you know the nintendo 64 polygons and it was me yeah. like, eh. but you could like move not just side to side planes but you could move in yeah depth they were well. trying to
0: capitalize on the virtua fighter
1: yes exactly and that, that was sega saturn so that was right around the same time yep. uh deadly alliance introduced different fighting systems to or different fighting um uh different Uh, like jeet kune do was one of them okay and uh like bo rai cho was in it different styles whom they mentioned in this movie uh they dropped a lot of little easter eggs just verbally through data dumps yes but like bo rai cho did drunken master and some jackie chan thing you know um and they were hard but there were different levels of difficulty. scorpion and sub-zero however are always easy to control Yes, like, you know what their move
0: sets are. Almost always, they oh, add yeah. little back tweaks forward. and add some yeah. really cool stuff in terms of what those moves do. Mm-hmm. Right, like, but it's always the same, almost always the same pattern. Always yeah. back
1: forward, high Whatever. punch, back yeah. forward, low kick. You know, yeah. down forward, high, you know, high punch to throw something. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, down back something for those guys. It's not complex. When you get into other characters like Cabal, who was awesome in this movie, by the way. Uh, those like he's fast like he could do uh, no granted in MK3 he looked like hot garbage you know he looked like he had a like he, yeah. lo- he was like bucket head from yeah, yeah. At one, you know at one point in like every band that has ceased to exist you know where he wears a KFC bucket mm-hmm, on his head mm-hmm. but Cabal and MK3 looked like he was wearing a metal pail and his mouth <laughs> and area was basic no it was like the handle <laughs> like a metal handle oh. <laughs> but in this movie they put him in like an effectively an iron lung
0: yeah, that's I mean cool. that's how he comes out looking later on too in the games. Yeah. I mean he looks badass.
1: Yeah, like I haven't played anything past uh I, what was it seven eight. Yeah, well, one, I played
0: uh, I played one two three and then I fell off for a bit and I came back when they did that that throwback in time with Raiden thing and then I went off again and I came back with ten and eleven the last two.
1: Yeah, Mortal um, Kombat seven was called Armageddon and that's that was the last one on PS3. Gotcha. Uh, or ps2 and xbox and that's where i drove i'm sorry i did play the god-awful mk versus dc universe fighting game
0: <laughs> that doesn't count that has nothing to do with the storyline canon nothing really happening in the mortal Kombat
1: world you say that but it counts as mortal Kombat 8 anyway it's kind of cool
0: let's get to the plot of this film in terms of like what did you think so there's the one main plot at the very beginning that really kind of lays this foundation of the You know the struggle between the clans back in the you know feudal times, the Japanese and the Chinese, and you have Sub Zero's clan and you know Scorpion's clan, and it just basically comes down to this battle of of these two men, one overcoming the. What did you think of this this theme? Because this this thread plays itself out throughout the mythology of Mortal Kombat overall, but in the movie as well. How did you feel it was portrayed?
1: Well, this is this is the age old you know plot line scorpion versus sub-zero and all derivatives and all everything's so, uh, eventually there's a truce but you know uh how long does that last it, it never lasts by the way right. um but so so I'm, I'm looking at it and i'm like all right i'm watching it and i'm like all right so this late so the okay what's going on here you know it opens up with uh the guy who become who we uh what's his name where's it at here uh hanzo uh Hisashi yeah. uh, in 16th, 17th century uh, feudal Japan. Uh this guy would go on to become Scorpion. Uh and then um uh Bihan, who goes on to become Sub Zero, uh Bihan uh infiltrates his home and kills his wife and oldest son, not knowing that there was a younger son that was hidden in the basement of um or a daughter. Was it was the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. But what was that movie called? It's like in the floorboards <laughs> or something, right? <laughs> was that movie with the basement? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah um, yeah. um, I can't remember what the name of it was, but Parasite. that's not important. Oh uh, yes, yes. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, so there's that. But I felt like the the wife goes in and where the son is tending to the daughter. Into the house and, and she's like, it's so cold in here. I'm like, is the baby daughter or is the son have ice powers and then that's when bihan comes in and starts whooping some some tail and i'm like well maybe he finds the baby and takes the baby and raises it as what will become sub-zero right right and or or was the dad so you know you know does the we find out later he's scorpion but like until he picked up that that um you know that gardening shovel that little that little hand spade and Mm -hmm. tied the rope around it i'm like Who's this guy? But oh, I was really? drawn okay. in. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, this is Scorpion, right? Yeah. But then does the guy does the guy uh, B-Han, does he take that kid and raise it to become eventually Sub Zero, and then he has to fight or or um, uh, later in the Mortal Kombat universe they introduce another character. What was her name? Um, it was like it was it wasn't Killer Frost, but it was. It was oh, it was
0: like that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I forgot her name.
1: I can't remember her name. And as I'm talking here, uh, I'm going to continue to. It was like icicle. Icicle is not the name. I know who you're Uh, talking about. It was just frost, like a frost, right? Is it frost? Just just, frost? Yes, frost. Um, I'm like, oh, maybe that's frost. That's going way deep into the game mythos. Then
0: yeah, not yet. Uh, We're not going to get there yet. They're giving us some of the. They gave us some of the. One, two, initial urge rule. yeah not too many they're not going too deep yet but there's no. there's references to uh like you said throughout this entire film there's mm-hmm. a lot of if you're a fan of the, the franchise there's a lot of easter eggs a lot of uh, of fan service things that they say oh, yeah. little well, things in the background check out statues in the background
1: the fighting even like when they they pose down real quick it's like you know like they're posing like at the beginning of a fight yeah you know, like at the uh, toward the end when it was Scorpion mm-hmm. and Sub Zero squaring off, oh, you know, yeah. they were posing down in a fight. It's he almost like you can hear fight, <laughs> yeah. Well, and and you know, every once in a while they'd say like flawless victory or yeah, fatality. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, that's an yeah. a, that's a semi organic way to work it in, and yes. that was cool, you know. Yes, it's not like Marvel Universe working it in cool, but it's yeah, yeah, pretty cool nonetheless, yeah. Um, uh, and I like the fact that they and this is more casting, but I like the fact that they went with characters uh, or excuse me, nationalities that these characters are, are you know, they're yes. not going to they're not going to pick a British guy to use an American accent to play in uh, what should be a, a traditional Asian character. Right. Looking at you, Iron Fist, Marvel's Iron Fist.
0: Except Cole was a Brit, is a British guy in real. life. Uh,
1: he's Canadian and he was bo- and he's. Who uh, is Tan. Louis Tan? Yeah, yeah uh, British Tan, British Tan actor. Is, yeah, also, you know where he was born? In England. <laughs> Maybe it was somebody else then. I'm thinking of uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, he's good at karate. He's yeah,
0: he's actually uh he's he, he's pretty big into martial arts and everybody's talking oh, about him on. being the next big thing, dude. One of the things he, I read about this guy is that he and because he's into MMA and martial arts and he knows all this stuff he insists on doing all his own stunts this is like going to be this is gonna be the new Jackie Chan basically
1: yes he does how long it's all how long until we get the over the credits yes you know Uh, although he does identify as half Chinese half British oh wow so oh and his his dad is a martial artist actor and stunt coordinator of Chinese descent from Singapore so he has Cred, I think a very good cred. Um, yes, cred and a good pedigree as well.
0: Yeah, I was, I wasn't. uh, I, I didn't hate this actor. We'll definitely get into the Mm -hmm. acting here in a bit. But in terms of plot, yeah, dude, I love the way they set the stage for the the eternal
1: battle between Scorpion and Sub Zero, right? And Uh, and how Scorpion is dead. Uh, Granted, he's a hell spawn in the games anyway.
0: Well, Sub Zero would be too. I think there's some point that he ends up being part of the outer world, and so what we're seeing is a is not a the still living version from the 1600s, right?
1: It could be a um, specter. He could yeah. be, who knows?
0: Uh, what did you think of the Cole story? The idea that we have a new character that it brings us through here. How did you feel about his story in this?
1: So, and I started to talk about that and we went down a different rabbit hole, <laughs> but the whole like Liu Kang with his fireballs and Kung Lao with his hat, uh, you know, and and Kano getting his eye in the, you know, his laser BMI yeah. in, the mo- in the game, it's an implant. Right, kind of a cool implant, if you ask me. Um, but you know they have these, in because of the mark, they have these inherent powers that they have to unlock, discover, and unlock. I didn't Coolest, hate that. I didn't hate I didn't, that idea. I didn't hate that because it gave a reason as to why, Liu Kang can light the way with his palm. Right, and
0: it works in the in a world where creatures exist. It has to work. You can't say, oh, that doesn't
1: make sense. I mean, that's what how they do this. However. They gave him an Aquaman t-shirt.
0: That's what I was not a fan of, dude. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm like, (laughs) okay, it started to
1: weave its way around his torso and he got Uh. these weapons. Now, there was a guy that had those weapons. His name was Striker and he was a douchebag. Thank you. When I saw that,
0: I was like, wait a second they already have that right like that does, yeah. but it's also this thing of missing he, the hat it's almost like a kinetic thing like he gets yeah. hit and he takes that that energy and, and hits it back yeah
1: yeah it's 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 an armor and but i did not like mm, i thought like good. when i saw it starting to come on like you, you saw like the independence day four flashback release me you know we're <laughs> like you yeah. know the 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 cane or what is it the uh the what is it the attach tap the mirror and like it goes from like this to flat yeah and yeah. Then there's somebody right behind you i forget who who did that you would probably know who who perfected that a uh, horror movie can't remember um, yeah one of them one and of uh, yeah one of those uh fellas and um i was like oh is this like the fur like is this scorpion's underwear showing up you know his yeah. uh his his woven under armor so to speak and then like scorpion not overtakes him but like he's like uh, uh raiden says he would fight Beside him, I'm thinking, okay, does he like, is he, is this like uh, like uh, get out where he's just kind of along for the ride? No, it's a tech and tag all of a sudden, you know, mm. at the end.
0: Yeah. It, or it's one of those things like it, it it's a way of him pulling his ancestor from the depths of hell or something. It's Assassin's it, Creed. If you noticed, Yeah. Right. If you noticed uh, when he kept having those flashes and it would show that that spear and that shovel, it would mm-hmm. it was wrapping up with that weird kind of lacing. And and when he has that later, it's laced that way. It's mm-hmm. the same thing as it's the same kind of you know design as his. But that again, woven. I just was not a fan of the look at all, dude. Like I could do yeah. without that look completely
1: it was kind of goofy and and i hope that they eventually retcon it to say what i was just saying like that the the armor and the knowledge and the reaction and the hatred of scorpion would 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 blend with him and become a singular figure because that's what people really want they don't want to see no offense they don't want to see lewis tan fighting next to scorpion like who's this guy yeah
0: yeah uh well i don't know fans might want to see scorpion come in and 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 whoop some ass with that that but they waited
1: so long too to bring scorpion into the movie i mean they did i mean i I felt
0: like it was cool though i thought i thought it was a good payoff at that point when by the time we saw that play out i thought this is good it was a good fight scene and it was like finally now we get to see sub-zero versus scorpion and have them actually go out at it to the death
1: but why did he have to
0: keep taking his mask off to talk? That was a... Yep, exactly. I was going to say that. Like I said, there's a, still a lot in this film that, that even though it's one of these movies where when you watch it, you have to suspect suspend belief like oh are you telling me sonia blade didn't get crushed to death right okay sure she didn't get crushed to death because there's also a woman whose jaw just detaches like she's a python so it's okay we'll go with the fact that she didn't die but what was the point to like what were the like sometimes these the decision making of these things like like you just said so many times he pulled the mask off to say something and close it or put it back on or sometimes he would just talk with it on so like what was the decision making there
1: um, you don't do that in COVID times, by the way, yeah, you're that makes right. un- keep your Chris, mask on, bro. Chris, that part of the movie makes it unrelatable. <laughs> Just that part. That's the only, once
0: you saw that, you're like, okay, I- I'm done with this movie. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's this not, is not that's realistic not real.
1: anymore. Uh, the only time that. he takes it off in the, in the game is when he does breathe fire at the end. But yeah. when he takes his mask off, I mean, when he has, when his mask is on, you see eyes yeah. and you see a little bit of forehead skin. Yeah. When he takes it off, uh, it's a skull. Like yeah. A white skull. And then he breathes fire.
0: Yeah. It's pretty wicked. Um, Then there's, so the other choice that I thought was kind of weird and I didn't, I, 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 I get it because it was about the fan service. It was about dropping that, that thing in there where you go. Yes. Right. Is when he throws the spear, the first, or he, this, the first time he hits sub-zero at the very end of that film and sub-zero shocked and he looks back and there's Scorpion, right? And then he says that famous phrase, "Get over here," and uh-huh. yanks him right. For me, it didn't make sense because the entire movie, there wasn't one word of English he ever uttered. He should have said it in Japanese, and then they just set, put it in subtitles, "Get over here." I think that would have been more realistic. Again, it doesn't have to be realistic because of the kind of game or you know movie it is. But for me, I just felt like, okay, why don't have why don't you have him speak to Cole in English then? If he can speak English, right? Why was he speaking to Cole in Japanese? and why would Cole understand Japanese?
1: So I think let me make sense of this for you. <laughs> In hell, uh, for 400 years almost. He's had a lot
0: of time to learn one phrase.
1: He learned how to control the hellfire. Yeah. He probably took some English speaking classes on the side. <laughs> and these were that's the one phrase he had perfected, right? Well, and then everything <laughs> conversational English apparently too was was another thing.
0: I guess this wasn't a situation where he says, where's the nearest bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So like I said, you know, if you look at this movie for, for the kind of movie it is, you have to let certain things go because there's no way you could look at it and say that doesn't make sense for certain things. But then there are things that in this kind of movie, you, you still have to hold accountable. And for me, one of those, these, this is one of those things. He should have said it in Japanese. You know, that was kind of the, one of the weird things. Um, Other than that, dude, you know, in terms of the plot, you know, there are other things in terms of the plot. There was there's little moments that were very weird to me that weren't needed. Like there's this moment where uh, Cole and Sonya Blade and Kano are walking through the desert and they just decided just out of nowhere. Hey, let's just stop real quick. So Kano and Sonya Blade can just have this little thing. And all of a sudden, you know, start comparing dick sizes and see who could win in a fight out of nowhere, just out of nowhere. Unprovoked, poor use of energy. You know what I'm saying? Like what was the point to that? Yeah. It was weird. There was little things throughout this that were very weird. There was the part where Shang Tsung is talking to Sub-Zero for the first time and he calls him by his real name and Sub-Zero like literally has to be like I am not him. I am Sub-Zero. Like bro, you don't have to say that. We know. Exposition. The, you know, that's it's what not it was. necessary. The- <laughs> or he could have just called him the unin- Sub-Zero.
1: It is for the uninformed. Yeah. It it it, it did for the I mean yes it was pretty obvious what was going on call him sub-zero but then when they're when they go to raiden's temple initially call him bihan yes and then be like oh shit
0: yes that's the,
1: that that could be with a lot less uh, a lot less oh man didn't see that coming um that's the luke i am your father yeah 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 lot, moment you know but yeah, um,
0: it, would have, it could have been done more effective. That would have been more effective and still got the idea across that this is who this is. And people would have still remembered like, oh, that's the dude from earlier in the film, especially because we see him with his mask off later. Okay.
1: <laughs> we never got to the tournament, first of all. Right, because so, that's
0: coming next. That's going to be the second film. Yeah.
1: You know that. Yeah. So, so, uh,
0: I think that's what it is because the way this one leaves off. it's It's mm-hmm. building up the fighters for the next one.
1: Yeah. Um, the last line of the last paragraph of wikipedia here shang sung vows revenge as he sends his champions corpses back to outworld yeah yep so i that part i didn't take notice of so oh yeah remember the smoke him...
0: starts enveloping them and he's yeah. just taking them away yeah. i just
1: thought they were being sucked into the nether realm which is hell yeah but so maybe he makes a deal with whoever runs in the Kahn. is it
0: shao khan is it shao Kahn? i don't remember i thought he
1: was in charge of outworld one of them. He's going to get
0: somebody to, to help him out. And we're yeah. going to have we're going to have we'll have we'll have um Kong Lao back as the evil Kong Lao, the undead Ooh, version. Yeah, you know, we will.
1: One. Yeah. I mean, I think all signs point to they're they're going to mimic and not stray too terribly far from from the video games, which yes. I'm OK with assuming that they don't have the awful storylines from the video game. Let's just skip those, please. Yeah,
0: do that. And also I have to say what I would ask for is better script writers, because there are some points in this film where I'm just like, man, this like the, the, just the dialogue itself is, is kind of hurting me here. You know, there's a lot that it has going for it a whole lot, you know, but in terms of the dialogue and, and little pieces of the plot here and there where I'm just like, Oh, come on. Like, why would you do it this way? It could be done better. The acting,
1: a little bit too. We'll get yeah, into that Yeah, we're, we're definitely getting into
0: that. <laughs> but
1: the, you know, yeah, like there should have, I mean, there was uh, the guy that wrote the script. I, I watched a behind the scenes on HBO Max afterwards. Okay. I don't know if you watched any of those. No, not yet. But there was some guy that looked like um, he hadn't left his log cabin in about 10 years that wrote uh, that wrote the book or the book, the the, script. Um, the the script. I don't know if he did the only draft, or the rough draft, or if he expanded upon the screenplay, or you know, the final pass. I just feel like draft. get
0: the get the guys that know it, right? Get the get a group, get some of the creative behind the video game writing right now, and just get them in the room to have a say on how it would work out.
1: Yes, but I think they're too <laughs> close. I, I think they're too close to the characters to True. say, well, Luke Kang would never wear white pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, some of the writing in here had had some issues. And I'm not even talking about issues when I like I said before when I tell you, you have to suspend belief. It's this kind of movie. I'm talking about issues that within this world
1: still doesn't make too much sense. Yeah, were um, there canteens in the desert, by the way? I didn't see any canteen, just knives, no, just nothing,
0: dude. Like, 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 coals just just t-shirt and jeans bro he's all ready to go t-shirt and jeans let's just do where's
1: this. his sunblock none. as a man who wears sunblock none, bro none. where is it none
0: <laughs> i think one of the things that i'm thinking is like so shang sung right The every time they have to go talk to this dude they have to walk down this like like two and a half mile wooden bri- or, or stone bridge to a throne. That's just sitting at the end of a stone bridge, not looking out into the world, but looking back along the path that came to the stone bridge and there's nothing else there. So what's the point to that throne? Like, does this dude just go out there for gets up in the morning, you know, puts on his cloaks and stuff, gets his, uh, looks in the mirror and hypes himself up all right you're going to be the meanest today you're going to do this you're going to be the souls, most you're going, evil. To steal today, big boy. you're going to be the most ruthless <laughs> you're going to get them souls you're going to get them souls and then he you know he hypes himself up makes himself a cup of coffee and then takes a 2 mile trek all the way out to that throne turns around sits down and then just sits there and waits for the day just to see who comes up and talks to him about like by the way those earthlings are proven to be quite an issue Like he just sits there and just waits. Like, is that the thing or is it like he has meetings set? Right. And he's like, all right, I have to be there at this time because I'm meeting someone out there. You know what I mean?
1: Well, let's not forget (laughs) the way, the way gravity and weight works. That is not a bridge, Chris, with, uh, with two ends, uh, stabilized on a larger formation. It just kind of hangs. It is a cliff that just kind of tapers to like a, a fine point on the bottom. It's basically like a wily e. coyote cliff.
0: Basically.
1: You no. Know, you got Goro walking out on that thing, something's going to fall. Nah, and, and I guess gonna, not. But keep in mind um but what's the point <Sung>. to it? It's
0: not a temple. It's not like this place where he's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's this thing out hanging off the edge of a, like at the edge of a cliff, facing, mm-hmm. not even facing the grandeur of the lands that you are currently ru-
1: ruling. It's not much grand about that but land. You know what by I mean? It's literally
0: yeah. facing the path you just walked. So there's yeah. this, so for, let me tell you, for, I'll tell you right now, there's a 15 minute space of time when whoever's coming to talk to you,
1: you see him coming is what it
0: is. There's this thing where there's this weird thing that you're just kind of looking at each other for a while as they're coming.
1: Like they're contemplating their life at that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Short and to the point they're working on their speech. That's exactly what it is. It's about to get real. Okay. Fix it. Got it. I'll see you later. You know, get the the F up out of there. So that Um, was,
0: I saw that. I was like, what's, what's, what's this? Come on. What is this?
1: I will tell you (laughs) that that is probably not up to code for today's home standards because there's only one entrance and it's the same exit. Not even for supervillains, bro. Okay. Even supervillains have a code to live up to. They could teleport. (laughs) They got smoke that takes them, that envelops them, and takes them from A to B.
0: So there's things like that that I see throughout the film. There's the scene where, you know. I'm going to go
1: on a limb, Chris, and say that part is for show. (laughs) Raiden's Temple, right?
0: raiden's temple it's a temple they have fighting things here and there and uh all of a sudden they're all eating a huge feast like there was like these super nice you know up-to-date kitchens and
1: well <laughs> they have met they can make metal arms i was gonna that, say that are transformers <laughs> they are futuristic
0: so... apparently yeah <laughs> uh okay so you know overall we know what the, this film is it's a video game film that is is you know Puts the realm of Earth, you know, in the hands of fighters that fight in a mortal combat to defend it, right? With with different gods that kind of protect each of the, or rule specific realms. That's the plot. Um, we got what we got. Let's move into the actors, the acting, and the cast. This is where it's going to get interesting for me because. I know what kind of movie we're getting, right? Mm-hmm. So I and and looking at the cast, there wasn't anything here where I was just like, okay, you have some bigger. I mean, I, there is a couple bigger names in this, isn't there? I wouldn't say bigger, bigger,
1: but in There's terms some of that have that have other cred. credits to them.
0: Yeah, uh, but overall, you're getting a a, a movie with almost completely unknown cast. And for me, it almost felt like they were taking the gamble and they were going to try to pull off a Guardians of the Galaxy, even though Guardians of the Galaxy had, you know, actors and actresses that we knew Mm -hmm. in terms of characters, you know. So for me, it was like they had characters we knew, but actors that we didn't so much. So it's a gamble because you don't want to see an actor that, you know, and all of a sudden you see them in a role that's so well known for this video game franchise that that it's, it's hard to separate the, you know what I mean, the actor from them until they actually become them. Because at first, you know, you see Robert Downey Jr. and it's Robert Downey Jr., but now you see him and he's Tony Stark.
1: Yeah, they become that character, like you said. They are effectively, it's like, oh, like um, if you go to a convention and you're like, oh, Hulk Hogan's here, not his real name, right? Not anybody I care to pay three hundred dollars and wait in line for thirty seconds. That don't work for me. No thanks. Um, you know, but you know, you see somebody like uh, who was it? Nickel City Con that was a that was uh, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Bad example. Uh, Incredible. Uh You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know yeah, it, it was a cast of, I don't want to say no names because like there are some people that once I tell you who they are, you'll be like, oh, he was in that. Or, yeah. oh, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, but um, these
0: aren't top, top billers. These aren't, these aren't like, not these yet. aren't the ones that you would normally write. Not yet. They're,
1: they're early on in their career, I think is really what it's coming down to. And they got them for a song and a dance um, or two and yeah. uh, you know some are local uh ce- celebrities actors some are uh local to not america so people so us being in america yeah. we're didn't not know who know the hell so they much. were
0: yeah. i feel like this is because this is already i think what is they what do they have three a three movie deal on this already something like that uh that these are going to be the characters that are going to you know these actors and actresses will define these characters as they continue um, let's start at the very beginning. Let's start with Cole Young, Louis Tan. I said this originally, we said he's a British actor, but he has kind of made his name in the world of martial arts right now. Um, he was also in, uh, Deadpool two as Shatterstar. That was the one thing I, I knew for sure. All the other ones. I, I mean, I, I know the movies, but I'd never seen them or don't recognize them from from these roles at all.
1: Well, and looking at it here, fast and the furious Tokyo drift. He did stunts. That's old school. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean at world's end. He did stunts. Olympus has fallen. The hangover part three stunts, you know, and then he starts to get into actually being, you know, he was on 24 doing stunts, you know, he, he did some TV shows. Oh, ironically, he was an iron fist. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. He did. He, he also did. I think one of the things I saw when I was reading some on this, the making of this film was that, that was the one episode where the the kung fu actually looked realistic because if mm-hmm. <laughs> if you watched Iron Fist, you knew that that was uh, some of the worst kung fu you've ever seen.
1: No, well, you could say acting too. Mm, all of it, storyline. Um, yeah. He was also he is uh, on Into the Badlands, which is I've watched the first three seasons. Okay. Um, when they were on AMC, I don't know if they're still or not, but they're on Netflix now, and they're they're really good. Um, I forget the guy that the guy that does the uh, the main character, uh, but he uh, Daniel Wu. Okay. He's a guy that should have done played Iron Fist, not, not you know, and everyone's yeah. like have him do it because guess what? He's Asian, and this is a chance for Marvel to put an Asian character before the this was just before like the bigger movement of yeah you know minority um uh, what's the word um typecasting not typecasting but like white you know before the anti-whitewashing movement yeah 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 i, got I think this might have like been right around the time that it started it's like put somebody in who can actually be represent you know that race and those things granted danny rand is a white kid from new york anyway because all marvel characters are that's how it um, started yeah yeah,
0: but, but Lewis. So that for this, for Lewis Tan, dude, as Cole Young, I got it. So again, this is a guy who, for, for what I said, you know, I, I've only known him in the supporting role. So to be the main character of this, the one who basically shoulders the responsibility to take the everyman, the nor- the normal movie goer, who's not so in deep in the Mortal Kombat mythos, to take them into this world and kind of guide them through it. But make us care about him, right? And make us care about his situation. That was a little rough for me in this movie. It really was. The character to me didn't feel like. First, it didn't feel like he was old enough to be the father of the the daughter that he had, unless that wasn't his real daughter. But I, I think the assumption was this was his wife and his daughter. And I don't know. It just didn't. But the mom also.
1: I mean, well, first of all, that family's got some weird boundary issues. Yeah um dropping f-bombs in front of the kid i mean granted, there yeah. are certain reasons that you would not yeah. censor yourself in front of your kids yeah um but i why suppose also... a
0: guy that's throwing ice out of nowhere in the middle of july is one of those reasons
1: <laughs> or a forearm dude that's like yeah breaks your entire yeah you know, shit by the way that's a nice i mean i'm not gonna go off on the shed. um <laughs> the uh why is she in a mma locker room and why Dude, is the referee uh, running it too there's you know? a lot of stuff there
0: was a lot of stuff in this in this where i was just like i see what they're trying to do like they want us to kind of be drawn into this kid that he's he's part of the bloodline he's kind of a chosen one type of a, a, a character but he also has a home life that we're supposed to care about and that he loves them but it it's it, it felt so cardboard like the way he interacted with his wife or his, what was supposed to be his daughter. Cause at first I thought it was a little sister. I thought it was like his little sister or something. And then I
1: was like, I was like, Oh, this is supposed to be his wife and daughter. Really? It threw me off dude. Because your children, you're supposed to risk life and limb for Yeah. siblings. Well, Family dynamic is very interesting regardless of what type of family it is, be it, you know, adoptive or biological or, you know, what levels mother, you know, a parent, child, uh, not so much uh, uh, more sort of for this metaphor, you know, siblings or extended family. Some people are take them or leave them. Uh, but, you know, parent-child is more, you know, again, life and limb. So I think that, and, and I think a lot of these characters were folded and consolidated from other characters into, you know, into one, a placeholder. And maybe sometimes there's things that are left over from a script, make her a little younger and it's more yes younger
0: and it would have been believable for sure or
1: or if they were older parents but you can't have you know you're not doing mma well unless you're a couple people you're not doing mma as a mid to late 30s i would have
0: totally believed it if he was the uncle that was his sister and his sister's daughter and he was very protective of them like Mm -hmm. if we had that kind of built into the storyline then i would have been able to reconcile the fact that he's not as kind of affectionate or emotionally attached in terms of the way he came across in their acting towards them do you know what i mean i would have been. it would made more sense that oh that's his niece and that's his sister so that's why it's it felt not as affectionate whereas i could see they were trying to make him affectionate with them and it didn't fit for me it just didn't work out the
1: emotion was a little left a little bit to be desired i believe for sure
0: but other than that dude this dude was pretty good in terms of playing that kind of like what the hell's going on like why am i like what is what's this all about and then as he realizes what it is there's this kind of frustration of wanting to like Luke, right? Master the force before he can even get there yet. Like he's trying to rush his training. So there was a little bit of that in there and he did a really good job at kind of expressing that. Uh, But then when you come down to it, we discussed this the opening the fact that this is a guy who in real life, you know, knows his shit. This guy knows two or three different styles of martial arts have has been into in the movie business for a while, a stunt actor, um a lot of things of the way i some of the stuff i read about him and what i was like seeing this guy on film there's a lot of parallels with brandon lee like it looks like he he it seems like this is his thing where he's slowly going to become this breakout role where mark my words in a few years we're going to know his name in terms of the action star you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. his his action in this film he was on man this dude knew how to move uh it looked great and um i love the fact that it's him like i said like jackie chan he said he's gonna do his own stunts and that's just what it is and so when we watch him doing this that's him getting flung and thrown against you know banisters and and kind of taking shots while he while he's you know parrying uh punches
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i thought he did a great job with with especially with that and he's a stunt guy yeah so you know that's where he comes from so that's not a bad thing
0: right um i see he's got promise he definitely yeah. has promise in terms of the charisma. He's got a he's got a presence on screen. He just needs a little bit more work, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh dude, Jessica McNamee as Sonya Blade. Speaking Thoughts? of a little bit of work. <laughs> wow, yeah. I don't uh, think this was uh, good America. casting. America Okay. Sorry. I just don't. She <laughs> she
1: looks the part.
0: I, eh, I, I, there's I, other I, women that could have pulled it off that looked better.
1: You know who did the original mocap for uh, and I believe she was in the first Mortal Kombat movie from the 90s was, what's her name from Billy Madison? Veronica Vaughn.
0: Yes. There
1: you go. Uh, which, but she she obviously did. Also, probably not the best acting uh, of a, this, char- this character's cursed, Chris. Three character, three well, actors. I think, see, sink. I think you need to
0: have somebody that would fit. So I think, was it in the last one or the one before that? I feel like it was the last one. I can't remember now. They had Ronda Rousey play her uh the, to in do the last... to do the motion capture for the oh, video in the games. game yes and that's and believable she, and she pulls it off she would pull off the mma side of it knowing the combat side but when you have the female that's that combat side right sonya blade like there's this she should t- be believable to her. in her fighting though Yes. And there's a toughness to the way she speaks and the way yeah. she commands herself. And I'm sorry, but McNamee didn't have that for me. She There was no command in her voice. There was no command in her presence. it was, it, She felt very awkward. There's a few scenes where I was watching her and the way she's kind of standing and even like the way her body's postured, it was almost like somebody who wasn't familiar with like holding them their, themselves, you know, their body in kind of a, um, I just keep saying commanding way, but you know what I'm saying? And and confident way. And she didn't have that.
1: Well, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but when there was a, I'm sure you did toward the end where there's that fight scene between her and Melina, it was an obvious shift from, no offense, from the male fighters who had a command of what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And they looked the part like, you know, we'll get to them, but Makad Brooks, I wouldn't mess with that guy. Not not just because of his mustache, but mm-hmm. because of you know, dude is jacked in this movie. Also plays Jax, yeah. Uh, but um, you know, and him next to Sonya Blade, it's like he's her protector. But in the mo- in the games, she is able to stand on her own, and mm-hmm. you know, she also didn't do her Hurricane Rana uh, mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So, or what is it like a, a was it a handstand and snaps the neck? She Franken- didn't get Steiner. well she would do like a like a handstand yeah and then just do like a head scissors with their ankles to yank uh, you over her head and that or just snap the neck i don't know what what hand motions i'm doing here um but at least in her fighting because melina looked good dude
0: i thought that whoever played melina looked good but also what's her name sissy Stringer. Uh, Sissy Stringer. I think she looked good and I also thought her movements were great. Like her martial arts, you know, I thought was much more fluid than you saw with McNamee.
1: It's like she, well, when those two were fighting, she it's almost like she had to slow down. Something, So yeah. that she could keep up. Right. You know, and it, it wasn't really.
0: Because it wasn't the case when she was fighting. Uh, who was she fighting before that?
1: Well, her and Kano, when they were fighting in the desert, it was yeah. like they were, pra- it was almost like, it was choreographed because that's yes. how movie fight scenes work. But it was, it was like they were doing like a, a um, dance. Yes. But it was more believable in that, in that sense, uh, than, I guess when they were fighting against a green screen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like her, she needs to up her, up her game when it comes to a fighting role because yeah, it's definitely not up to par.
0: I also just felt like her line delivery in a lot of stuff. Well, first of all, some of her lines were pretty weak. So that's what I meant in terms oh, yeah. of dialogue. She had some rough dialogue, dude. Um, but also just her command, like the, the delivery and specific dialogue. Like when she's first telling Cole about everything, it's like she rushed through it. It felt very kind of like the pacing didn't sound natural. But then, like I said, there was something about her. She this character is supposed to be able to be very commanding. Right. Somebody who's been through battles, who who is a decorated soldier where I didn't get that with her at all. Even when she was trying to th- talk tough with Jax, right? Jax is all complaining because his arms aren't working, quote unquote, working. And mm-hmm. she's telling him to get off his ass. And I just, it felt very kind of, it didn't, I don't know. It was not believable for me. So she was kind of rough for me. It was hard. And that's hard to see because Sonya Blade was such a strong female character in these games. You know what I mean? It's hard to see her <laughs> betrayed this way. Okay.
1: Question for you. Yeah. The name probably doesn't r- ring a bell for you, uh, but I believe it's Elizabeth DeBecky. Remember? Okay. And she, she's newer on the scene. Also Australian, just like uh, Jessica McNamee. Okay. Do you remember the golden oh, I see her. woman in Guardians 2? Yes. The one was very tall, very statuesque, very, very much had a command, I feel, of all the people that she was yelling at in Guardians 2 in their. You know, in their drone rooms, in mm-hmm. their arcade drone rooms. Yeah. I think she might have had a better presence on screen than yeah. who they went with. I think she might have been a better uh, fit. I think there would have been a few other ladies out there that could have done better. And I'm just I'm just comparing apples to apples, Australian women, yeah. all Australian women. <laughs> the the ones that I'm aware of, because I'm sure there's more than two.
0: There you go. Ta- Tadanobu Asanu as Lord Raiden. This guy's great. He's such an asshole. I thought he did a good job as Lord Raiden too. Except, what did you think of I him? I felt like in he was Thor? too short. Is it just me? Don't you feel uh, like
1: Raiden should be taller? Raiden is uh, an amorphous bolt of lightning. It feels like he should be taller. To this me is even. a this is a sequel to Back to the Future because he played <laughs> the 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 lightning strike on the clock tower. In Back to the <laughs> He plays uh,
0: every lightning strike in the movies ever. Yeah, <laughs> <His> cameo. <laughs>
1: uh, what did you think of him in Thor?
0: Uh, what did you think of him in, what is that, Incredible Hulk in the distance when the Hulk's screaming at him?
1: Uh, <laughs> you know, I strike. honestly skipped that one. Oh, wait, he
0: was in Thor for real, though? Who was he in Thor?
1: Remember in Thor Ragnarok when um, when um, what's her name? Uh, Hela is invading Asgard, mm-hmm. and he's the guy with the he's the, uh, he's the guy with the very uh, the Shaolin, uh, not Shaolin, but the uh, like the ninja ponytail okay. guy at the end oh, that I was gotcha. standing at the end with the mace On the end of the nunchuck that's him he's one of the warriors three okay i believe Um, Um, he was awesome as raiden oh yeah i mean he was great he was a great he was he was an asshole and that's raiden raiden kind of waffles between being um that and
0: yeah he's an elder god that's really not supposed to be you know interacting at all and he does he just he keeps mixing in and he really shouldn't
1: yeah Um, and and i'll tell you he did a better job than christopher lambert did in the original and uh, Nate McDonough did in the second one.
0: Um, I can't Neil remember. McDonough. I'm trying to think in this film. Did he fly? Did he do his uh,
1: flying move? No, because no, he didn't right? fight. Okay. okay, he just showed up and said, "Knock it the shit off." Oh, he and will then, in the
0: next one, then. I'm sure.
1: I, I'm certain he will give up his elder god status. Like, but we definitely saw a lot. Of,
0: we saw a lot of the gorgeous lightning work, and yeah. Uh, but we'll get into FX later. But in terms of the character, he he nailed it. I felt. I mean, I felt like this was Raiden. He spoke like Raiden. He acted like Raiden. This, he mm-hmm. this dude understood the character and even the writing for this character was better there was mm-hmm. a little there was a few times where the dialogue was a little rough but overall uh, I thought Raiden was pretty decent
1: yeah be stoic and just don't betray a whole lot of details because you know be as vague as possible be stoic and be be a curmudgeon at the same time
0: Makad Brooks Jax, uh,
1: infamous Jax. so I know this guy from uh, i don't watch it anymore because i hate mid-season breaks and cw does a lot of those but uh, he was a, on supergirl jimmy he plays Olson, jimmy right? olsen yeah yeah um, and and i i really like the fact that they went with a black jimmy olsen yeah and um they didn't make him like a oh superman come save me it's like golly gosh superman yeah, uh he becomes guardian in um in the show because, oh you know, nice and okay. he's got like this retractable shield and and I mean, the f- version one was goofy as fuck. It looked like Iron Man. I got to break out of this cave.
0: So he's not, uh, but he's, so he's not a, you know, he's not new to the action Mm-mm. genre. Uh, Jax, he, I felt like he was Jax. Mm-hmm. I think well, he, he sh- could have used a little bit more gruff, maybe a little bit more cursing, but that he was Jax. He felt grizz- he felt like the grizzled, like the guy who had, you know, been there Jax.
1: Um, kind of arrogant about things. Yeah. Uh, did you want him to have more of a flat top?
0: No, like I, didn't, I didn't Jax? mind. I didn't mind. The, you know the look overall. Um, I was thrown off with the arms until later when that you know it 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 transformed, which that was another plot thing that threw me. I'm just kind of like, what was the point of that? Like that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's not. It can't be that that was his arcana because his arms weren't part of the, like that wasn't part of him when he had the marking in the first place.
1: Homework assignment. when his arms go from skinny arms to big boy arms i want the transformers exactly i want that in there (laughs)
0: uh but jacks overall i think he he played the character well this was jacks and he was very believable he was more commanding in terms of the way he was supposed to sound as a military guy Mm -hmm. um and then you know
1: what's that and and look i mean he looks like he's been you know and he's also hardened and arrogant to it too
0: And then the smart-ass phrasing, like after he smashes what's-his-name's head, and he makes that, oh, these arms do work, you know, just mm-hmm. that. And that's yeah. what he did in the video games, too. He'd make some smart-ass comment after, like, destroying uh, destroying one of the opponents. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ludi Lin as Liu Kang.
1: So I first saw this guy playing Zach Taylor in the 2017 Power Rangers reboot.
0: Okay, what would you think of him
1: Uh um, that? It well, okay, so the, they keep thinking they, they gave that character a lot more depth than they did in the TV show over the course of like <laughs> 70 episodes. Okay, he uh, in that, sh- I mean, he had emotion in that show in that movie, uh, more in the, than in this one, by the way. So then he
0: from there he moved to the Shaolin temples and learned the ways of the Shaolin and uh became Liu Kang for this Mortal Kombat movie, right? What did you mm-hmm. think of, for, for him as Liu
1: Kang? Luke Kang is incredibly stoic, but in the movie or in the games, I believe he's also very, very business. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he's like, I'm the chosen. One. Well, granted in the in the first movie, he's like, how can I be the chosen one?
0: Yeah. I got this he mullet. Played, he's basically the Cole character in the original video games. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and since you say that, I didn't like that shift because Liu Kang is, but we had to get Scorpion here first. Yeah. And, then and we Luke also
0: King. had to have the idea that Liu Kang's already established. He's already been fighting through this thing. He's been a warrior who's won He's a learned. few times. Yeah. Yes. And I thought he did a great Liu Kang. This was Liu Kang. I was like, this is great. This is a great representation on screen of Liu Kang. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it looked good. You know, Jeez, Louise, physically. Man, well, we just finished watching Enter the Dragon. And exactly. I was watching this. And I was like, dude, is this guy like the next Bruce Lee? Look at this. He looked like him. He, Zeke, was, bro.
1: Yeah, he was like, watch out, brother. Come in, Hogan must pose. And
0: he's holding it like he's holding it the way Bruce would do it too when he's getting ready for that fight. And like we had a shot from behind and you could just see the muscles in his back just super like just tensed and ready to go. I was like, this dude's insane. He looks wonder, so good.
1: I wonder if the director was like, see this? This is what you're going to be doing. So <laughs> make it happen.
0: Yeah, he looked good, dude. He looked really good. I thought he, you know, the, the character itself was awesome uh, mm-hmm. again some spots there was there was you know need some work in terms of dialogue but overall it was you know it was the way Liu Kang speaks in the games it was you know the way he kind of delivers himself like you said carries himself very stoically mm-hmm. uh, and has a you know he mastered he's he's mastered his, the art of what he can do um, so yeah dude it was it was cool I thought he looked good mm-hmm. I agree more um, of him more of him in the next one, please. Oh, easily, easily. What about Shin ha- Chin Han as Shang Sun.
1: Okay, you know this guy. You've what do seen I know him. him from? Well, we've watched him in Contagion.
0: Oh, he was in Contagion.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, he was also in Captain America Winter Soldier as one of the holographic people that was okay. hanging out with Robert Redford. Okay. Uh, he was in, well, he was in Mortal Kombat, the one that we just watched and we're talking about. Uh, he was also on, I doubt you watch it, but he was on arrow. Um, and he was in the lethal weapon TV show, which I'm hundred percent certain you did not watch.
0: No, but he's also but he a voice all- in sleeping dogs. And I've played that
1: game. Uh, is I think I've played that one too is I don't remember though, but yeah,
0: I thought he was great. He was a good, he played a good Shang Sun.
1: Oh, he was great. And I'm like, every time I saw him, I'm like, who is this guy? I know him. Yeah. And now I, now I know from where, but. He has a um, a Stephen Yen look to him a little bit, mm-hmm. Stephen Yen from The Walking Dead. That yeah. you know, spoiler alert gets uh, uh, gets his head beaten in uh, by a Louisville. Yeah, by a by a baseball bat. Um, Lucy, but, right? Isn't it Lucy? No, Lu- Lucille. Lu- Lucille, yeah. Lucille, yeah. But I mean, he's been in a, a lot of the movies that we have watched, that we will, or that we have watched in before the show, as well as during, you know, The Dark Knight. Yeah uh contagion captain america winter soldier uh he was in ghost in a shell which i hear nobody watched i like uh, that Skyscra- he's Skyscra- i like Skyscra- that he Burbage. plays
0: a bigger name in, in the mortal combat universe here because shang Tsung's a big deal in the mortal combat oh, yeah. universe so it's big awesome shoes. that he's around
1: yeah. yeah and big shoes to fill from the last guy because man that guy was that guy's great whenever you show up you're like oh it's shang Tsung. you yeah. know so much so of-
0: that they literally started to to uh, kind of model the character in the video games to look more like the the 95, what was a ninety five actor the one from the nineties. I believe.
1: Well, he was in both. But man, he, that guy, his facials were amazing, and you know the way he ate the soul was um, a little different. It was almost like it was on like a like a like a an offering table. Yeah, you know, like a sacrificial table. I did table. like the
0: way Shang Sun ate the soul in this one. Dude. Oh, he, he just like oh.
1: well, and that was I think that was like video game accurate yes. to yes. a later game. Yes. Where he just like reaches back and like opens so, his mouth. Yes, it's so good, dude. Oh man, that was mm, a plus on that one. Let's a get into in, let's get into
0: both Sub Zero and Scorpion. So first, Sub Zero, Joe Taslim. Taslim,
1: um, I don't know this fella, but Same. I know that he's he's in a like, lot of stuff. I'm seeing
0: he's in Star yeah, Trek Beyond. Yeah,
1: you know what else he was in? He was in the Indonesian Judo team national judo team for uh what's that 14 years
0: makes sense dude his martial a little arts bit of cred. On point yeah a little bit of cred it was on point this dude's moves did not look like he had to be taught what he was doing he, it looked like it, it, he knew exactly what he's doing mm-hmm. um and I, I thought he was great you know very intimidating he was that silent kind of uh, of a villain like you know when he for we first see him in person confronting uh scorpion's wife and son you know that super scary very even keeled speaking, super calm. He's not trying to intimidate them. He's looking for, you know, he's looking he's for studying. scorpion. He's yeah. studying them. That's then all there's he's that doing. thing where all of a sudden, you know, he starts creating the ice on his hand and you know he's about to fuck them up and he gives them this look, right? And you're like, oh shit, cut away. But that whole buildup, the way he does that, I mean, I thought his dude was great. I thought he killed the character. I thought it was, you know, the way he, he, his action scenes were amazing. Just anytime he was on screen, you took this dude seriously as a villain. I thought he was great.
1: Well, and his poses and everything else were like—I mean, he obviously knows the 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 practice that all of these are based that that these characters and their fighting styles are based on, or he can learn them pretty quickly. I'm assuming because he's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, and and so you know they they definitely rightfully so took advantage of that to make like when they were doing at the end where he was making that ice sword
0: uh-huh, before the yeah. fight with
1: scorpion it was like the cutscene right at the very beginning you know where he's just like hands are going across and he's playing where'd my thumb go you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and he's like "Woo! look at this ice sword just show up right in front of me you know yeah uh
0: and then opposite him as scorpion uh hero yuki sonata uh, this also, dude
1: credibility man
0: legit i'm looking at his filmography this guy is just like hardcore uh been around a lot of films back in the day he's best known as midnight samurai um but again you want to look at somebody that when you're watching him you're just like yeah i wouldn't fuck with him it looks like he knows what he's doing he didn't learn this just for the film (laughs) yeah
1: yeah uh he was in uh the wolverine as well was he yeah uh also in rush hour three and speed racer all three of those very different.
0: And now he's Scorpion. He's going to forever be Scorpion because this dude was great. I thought he was awesome. And I think moving forward, this is who I'll think of when I think of Scorpion because he he really played this well. Uh, okay. So in the small amount of time we oh, saw this hold guy on. Hold real on. quick, let me just say this. The small amount of time we saw this guy and how he interacted with his wife and child on screen. mmm spoke volumes like the guy who again the tan right who who played cole should take some notes on how to do that do you know what i mean oh yeah because that i could totally see the love for his wife for his child it was such a heartbreaking thing as he's just trying to like claw his way back to him and he just dies there you know what i mean awesome awesome performance mm-hmm.
1: um he will be in army of the dead that oh, netflix movie nice um uh, so you know there's going to be a lot of weaponry going that's on that's awesome if he's in it that's but, awesome well, let's just say i'm gonna hold the phone hold the phone here chris this guy was in the 1977 version of super sentai oh man that's it you're lo- you're loving it you're i in. need to find this season j a k q denji in. kent Jendy kataya
0: You're in. Uh, Okay. Let's move on to Max Wong. Kung Lao. What'd you think?
1: Uh, This uh, I can't click a Wikipedia article. So I I have no opinion. No, Um, no. I thought he was great for (laughs) uh, Kung Lao was always one of those interesting characters. Like they played him, you know, uh, like a ambiguous uh, Asian character, but also sometimes like Mexican, like with literally the hat has in some, in some instances, it has little, you know, things that you hang up, or like the little, like little hanging, dangly things that hang around frills, fringe. Yeah, like like little things you would hang from a canopy. <laughs> like, so is he Mexican? Is he Chinese? J- Japanese? I think he was Chinese. Know, yeah, Chinese? I think he's I, I part
0: because, and I didn't know this. I don't know if it's in the video games, um, but they it, played it, him off uh, as a cousin, a uh, cousin to
1: Liu Kang. I think they're both descendants of Kung Lao. Okay, um, so they should but, be cousin then. Um, at some in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if that is a, a historically, let's say, accurate because yeah. <laughs> it's all fictional. Fictitious.
0: Yeah. I liked um, it though. I thought he was. I thought this guy, uh, Max Wang, did good. I, I really liked the character.
1: Those two are joined at the hip, though. You yeah. Know, pretty much, like like in the first movie, uh, original Mortal Kombat, where Liu Kang's brother is killed. Mm-hmm. Think of Kung Lao in that in a later that movie. Thing. Yeah, like it's that kind of, you know, bond brother bond.
0: Sissy Stringer as Molina, I said earlier, I, I enjoyed her. I thought she was good. I mean, she didn't have a lot, but I felt when she was on screen, she was commanding in that character and she played it well.
1: The makeup that she wore and was sweet. awesome. It I think that really led to the, oh, this is frightening. Yeah. But there was that juxtaposition of she has a very, very pretty woman and she's got this face that's going on like uh, pick your battles, cowboy, you know, like Ooh, uh, or yeah. hello or talk to you later.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh then we have Full two a- right there. <laughs> and then we have two <laughs> actors uh, for the character of Cabal. We have Daniel Nelson, who did the physical acting as the action and stunts, and then we had Damon Harriman as the voice. What did you think of the physical cabal?
1: Oh uh, just uh, I've mentioned it before. It was, him. it was it was it was awesome. It was like, cabal. I-, I loved it. I loved it 110%.
0: Second I saw him on screen, dude. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know he was gonna be in this.
1: I was like, when did they update Cabal? <laughs> but I was like, again, I haven't badass. played eight a- eight or longer oh
0: no so, that's what he looks like that you know nowadays so that's why when i saw him i was like oh this is amazing uh oh, yeah. the, what did you think of the voice though what did you think of the choice to make to have more than one character that had that deadpool smart ass type of character to them in this film
1: well kano does right cabal, kano know, has it yeah i know nothing of cabal in terms of his backstory yeah so i was like i can go with this okay what i can't go with is every single character having reverb on their voice
0: Oh, in that realm or
1: whatever it was? Yeah. And just in, like when they wanted to like amp it up a little bit. I'm like, yeah, bring it back down, please. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Not uh, everybody
1: can is is there. There are arcana. Not everyone's arcana is reverb when they talk.
0: Yeah. Um, some of the other characters are quick. So like we have Reiko played by Nathan Jones. We have Natara, the flying, the flying uh, siren, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're they're quick. They're on screen for a little bit of time. Not too much character development. But the one I saved for last is because for me, I felt like this was the shining character of the entire film. Joshua Lawson as Kano.
1: Oh, he was great,
0: dude. From I mean, the second he starts steps on screen, I'm like, okay, I like the I like his. So already we already know Kano has that character, right? He's this Mm -hmm. Australian with this kind of uh like just kind of a douchebag kind of character but he is a smart he's, ass
1: he's a low life yeah. and he he talks a big game
0: and he played it perfect and i thought to myself this is great and the entire film i just loved it even as a villain even i mean he was a villain right but even when he does turn it wasn't just kind of like oh it was like dude i love it i love that this is how he is i cannot wait to see him come back but this time he's gonna have that silver shit over his eyes so that you know <laughs> where it was all fucked up when the gnome went through it
1: yeah and Yeah, because, and that was like, I think that was almost like a forced callback though with like, I hate gnomes and he spits on it and then (laughs) he gets the gnome in the eye later. But yeah, I mean, like, I think the, uh, I mean, it would be probably, it would take you out of it, but if Ryan Reynolds was also Kano.
0: Yeah, that might've taken me out of it. Cause you would have felt like, oh, this is just a, it's just Ryan Reynolds doing Deadpool as as Kano. And that's
1: the problem. Yeah. You know? Whereas
0: this guy has a great smart ass kind of you know attitude to him. He's got the great you know accent, and he's I thought he came. It was great. I thought he's awesome. Yeah. Even I mean, to me, was my in, favorite character in this entire film.
1: Yeah, and I mean, he's been in some movies with some big names. Like he was in J Edgar, and uh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio had uh, helmed that one, House of Wax. Um, you know, The Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp, and yep. uh, that other guy that we're not allowed to talk about anymore.
0: Chris uh, Benoit <laughs> no you just can't search
1: for him on the WWE network oh god no, uh, no but dude Hammer, he's been uh, yoinked. for me
0: seriously uh Kano Kano was was tops this dude just killed killed it killed it killed it again moments throughout where it could have been better with dialogue but the character himself the portrayal of this character even the even the
1: action sequences dude awesome great oh yeah and and here's the other thing uh he, he he's good at commanding the screen right yes he plays in mind hunter plays charles manson oh wow i haven't so, seen
0: that show i've heard it's amazing i'm gonna have to it, check it out
1: it stars a uh, uh an alum of the high school i went with i actually i, I went to uh, we actually went to high school at the same time nice, nice, uh, nice. his brother broke a kid's arm in, in wrestling one time well,
0: who hasn't who hasn't all right dude let's move on to the soundtrack score mostly right i didn't remember any kind of like uh you know commercial song on this it was all score there was was a lot of kind of was there
1: you know what it was i don't remember there's a remix of the remix of the mortal combat theme
0: oh oh yeah so i did hear that so which you know wasn't too bad i I did kind of like the it was like an updated Mm -hmm. version because for me what it did for me, what it did it was this kind of familiarity. Like you're watching it and there was there was different kinds of music that's playing during different fight sequences. But then there was this one moment where you you heard that slightly familiar, you know, old school Mortal Kombat thing. And it was yeah. like, Oh. And so yeah, to it me, it was more down, of the fan service. It was more about that, the fan service.
1: Yes. And it, they kind of did a little bit of the same thing in the 2017 Power Rangers movie where they're like, we're not going to put it in at all. And then they're yeah. like, oh, they're no, like, no, ah, no, 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 You're going to put it in. Um, and, but they remixed a little bit of it. And obviously, yeah. they had a different uh, different performance of it. Uh, the um, It was different, though. Like, it was sped up, slowed down. And then, like, when it played over the the credits, they did the whole, like, you know, test your mic. And then just, I think they just stopped. They didn't include the, the, the roll call because obviously no Johnny Cage, um, no couple other people, uh, but they did have, um, you know, they, they it was like, uh, like a remix with like, um, it was like a club mix. Uh, not that the first one wasn't, but it was like, oh, let's put some trap in here and let's put some, yeah no, let's not do that. It's, it's like, all over. Yeah. I don't need a wood block to play you know <laughs> underneath the 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 song
0: yeah but overall that's what we're getting here we're getting score we're getting a lot of kind of um and you know and it, and it goes with these kinds of films sometimes when, it, when when you have uh i've noticed when it comes to the music during fight sequences in martial arts it's going to be heavy on percussion you're going to have a lot of toms and drums and you know that's always well, going to be happening while this is all going on you know
1: and even with um uh what was it when they were walking and then they it opened up to hey there's Raiden's Temple way yeah. down there. Yeah. Uh there's no giant slide, so you gotta walk. Um, there was, you know, it was this. Imagine if the bay Leaf
0: music came on as they were walking <laughs> to, to was, the temple.
1: I would have been okay with the two sons music <laughs> swell from uh yeah. a, a new hope. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, the the techno syndrome is the the name of the song. Um yeah techno syndrome yeah that's it mm-hmm. um it was like uh, it, yeah it had familiarity to it and it was almost like uh jurassic park mm-hmm. john williams score and then yeah. the michael Giacchino jurassic world where there's that that obvious those obvious toned uh, notes that are in there and then cut to something a little different it's its own thing yeah same with star wars episode seven yeah. and episode four very true same same two people actually very true very
0: true but overall serviceable we say that a lot of times in terms of the music and it worked for this there wasn't it, it wasn't anything that took me out it everything about the score in this worked you know whether you liked it or not that they messed around with the the original theme and threw it in there see for me it worked i like it and it was the fan service piece but everything else i was noticing that i was like hey today i today uh when i'm watching this i'm noticing that you know when i watch martial arts films almost always when it's that hand to hand combat it's almost always drums it's almost always like with the music but a very heavy on percussion so this film had a lot of it
1: yeah Uh, what it also had in our next segment is cg yeah special effects
0: well let's see there were times where it looked great there were times where it was like, okay, maybe they were coming to the end there, and they were just kind of trying to rush through this piece now, right? Like, hey, uh, did you get us this piece of film yet? We need you done with that. piece. Oh no, no, I got it. I'll get it to you by five o'clock today. And he's like, shit, it's four forty nine. Let me get on this real quick. You know what I mean? That's how it came across on some pieces. So I'll let you kick it off, dude. What did you think of the special effects?
1: So, the uh, the uh, what I liked about the effects was that they did a lot of service or they focused a lot on the details like the sub-zero snow and and everything else uh was great um you know i thought it was really well done you know the detail was there it was snowing it was ice there was all this other stuff a lot of those at the end fight scene were more were not a lot i'd say enough were obvious practical effects like the ice covered uh or whatever that was covering chain link fence that's not hard to do yeah you know, when Jax was fighting general, what's his name? General Big Hammer, um, who I've never seen him in a Mortal Kombat game.
0: Yeah. He's later on.
1: He's later I, on. I, I figured. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know who he is. So he's a guy with a big ass hammer. Rayco. Rayco cool. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, they were in an obvious fight arena where it takes place in the game. Uh, there were a couple other ones like that too. Um, the Goro, uh, I don't know if you watched the behind the scenes on the Goro. It was the for the fight scene. They did. Basically, they put two guys in blue suits. So it was like, yeah. and, they, and they put one on. Stilts. Are you about to
0: te- oh, I was, was going to say, you're about to tell me that one was on the other one's shoulders and like literally that doing been awesome. that.
1: No, one was on stilts and one was just standing there and they put like the minimal amount of uh, mocap dots on them and it looked awful you
0: weren't a fan of goro
1: i thought he looked decent goro i like okay the goro uh rendering not as good as the hulk okay well yeah 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 i'd I'd be out i'd be
0: you know you gotta be you're right there for me it looked it looked cg it didn't look like it was supposed to be too realistic and so i kind of took it with the tone of this film because there was a lot of different things in this film that tonally you know
1: you know what you're getting yeah, you're watching yeah. a Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, yeah. Shut up and watch it. Yeah.
0: Uh, like I got to tell you, the choice to go with the, um, the actual creature reptile instead of an like maybe a, a weird kind of mutated version of a ninja, I would have liked that better than the creature. I wasn't a fan of the creature. Uh, it looked cool, but I just wasn't a fan of it. And it definitely looked again, very CG. I think we could have done without, if you're already going to have one creature that was completely CG in Goro, we shouldn't have had to do that again with the lizard. You know what I mean? With the reptile.
1: Yeah. I would have, I would have been a fan of like, and I think they started talking about it in annihilation in the, uh, the previous movie Mm -hmm. where he was devolving or something. And is that what it was? I think so, but they didn't have, I mean, they, they had all the ninjas in their MK2, MK3, basically let's make 20 of these and then let's just paint them all different colors
0: and call them different names. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, some of them like Ermac is, you know, the Ermac wasn't in a lot of these movies, but you know yeah. what Ermac is, right? Mm-mm. It was a glitch. Really? Yeah. Error macro. And nice. so the arcade cabinet would show it as Ermac and it would show it as I believe red.
0: That's amazing
1: and it eventually became a you know before the pre-internet like mid-90s it was like oh there's this hidden character you got to do all these things and everyone, yeah 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 it became telephone whisper down the lane of, gotcha you know and then they eventually worked you know, like, oh it's a secret character in the arcade cabinet no it's not uh but eventually it became a character in mk trilogy yeah which i thought was kind of cool they ran with something that was oh, yeah. like oh that's yeah that's the beauty behind
0: this whole franchise is there's so many different things like that that I mean, God, we, we said about it how they left this open. This is going to be a lot of fun to play with moving forward. Um, mm-hmm. But they got to work on the special effects spots, right?
1: I like the concept of Reptile being uh, a creature. That he, eh, not yet, though. Eventually. I didn't get there, I, I, yeah. I would have loved to have seen him as the, uh, the Reptile. I mean, they called him, send in the Reptile, whatever his name is. Call him, you know, have him show up in a ninja outfit. And then as he gets beaten up, like his fake skin starts to come off and he shows as a reptile and then he blends into the scenery. Yeah. And, you know, I like yeah, the I... concept of putting knifing a flare to him so they can see where he's at. But it, it looked like they were trying to make him show up like um, like in Watchmen, the movie where they had like the the circulatory system show up or like the, the nervous for, for Dr. Manhattan yes. show up. yes but he would kind of like come and go it's like all right how much budget did you actually have on this i mean the movie's only 55 million in budget but
0: yeah the fire fire coming from Liu kang looked decent but then there was the one time where it looked kind of hokey um the arms the arms for jacks they looked okay but that's the thing this is because of what this is the the packaging and the way this is coming you for me i accepted a lot of what looked too cg for me do you know what i mean Mm-hmm. It has to. It has to kind of look CG because I mean nobody really has those kinds of arms. But you know, it is what it is. Um, the smoke, those that smoke effect I thought looked good. Overall, I thought the CG in this entire film was pretty decent. There were a few spots where, you know, it, again, it was kind of like let I should say anything
1: with Sonya Blade and CG uh, left a lot to be desired too.
0: The blood obviously was way over the top, but I think the blood was over the top because it was supposed to reflect the video game. Like when we watched the video game back in the day, remember, you could turn on blood or not. That was the thing with it. Was it? If, you, if you
1: had Super Nintendo, you could turn it on and. Off? And if or you, you could...
0: turned on the uh, the blood, or you had the extra blood, like it would do this thing where any hit, and it looked like somebody took a cup of blood and just threw it up in the air, mm-hmm. and that's what it looked like in this game or in this movie. In that opening scene when you see Hanzo just fighting off these ninja, every time he stabbed somebody, it was like a fountain, and not like a spray like you see in some of these movies. It was like just like
1: globs, just it was, it was just, just like in the you, air. You struck oil yeah all all that pressure released
0: yeah uh so it's over the fact.
1: here we go chris scientific fact your blood pumps through your body like it's an oil well so don't cut yourself otherwise (laughs) you're going to have a big old stain on the carpet
0: uh but dude but overall you know it was supposed to look this way that's not really science by the way no not at all that's that's silence your phone science um that's science your phones uh But yeah, dude, definitely you know, over the top in terms of the way the blood looks. and But the effects, I, I enjoy them. I, I did find them a, a few times to be a little much. But overall, I enjoyed it. And I thought it fit well because this is what the kind of film this is. You know what I mean? Like, if we're going to be showing Mortal Kombat, I mean, we're going to see Kung Lao's spinning hat split someone in half. And it looks awesome. The gore, cool. I mean, it looked freaking awesome. We're going to see Scorpion breathe fire and incinerate someone and, and his face awesome. start,
1: and his and the lower part of his face start to start yes, to burn burning off away
0: um you know sub-zero freezing jack's arms and as you see it you know and all of a sudden as the it starts to explode just the blood explosion ex- yeah Dude, that looked awesome. Oh, so many different things with this it looked perfect and, and however, great where I was just like, yeah, I can do with the ones that did.
1: However, it. when he falls and hits his face on that exposed beam, yeah, that what was he awful. made of
0: concrete? I know that I thought the awful. same thing. I'm like, he hit that weight. Like the the weight of him hitting that was almost like he was made of concrete. There was no give on his skull when it hit that thing. Um, All right, dude, let's move on. Let's move on to our, our final thoughts and review on the film. You want to go? Sure. Take it away.
1: So uh, I'm going to include a couple other bits and bobs here too. Uh, Bits and bobs is something I use at work and it makes absolutely no sense to anybody but me, but, uh, things and stuffs, you know, we could also consider, uh, use that, but I don't want to. Um, so as far as you know, this movie, it has, it is the third, I guess, theatrical movie. Um, but it's a reboot. So it's starting over again, which we all know what a reboot is. That's exactly what I just said. It is. Um, the series has what eleven core games, but then there's like other side movies, side quests. There's been animated cartoon, which is hilarious to say that Mortal Kombat's been a cartoon. Uh, it's been other short stories, short videos. Um, you know, it, it has. It was a series,
0: right? A live action series for a minute there that th- they were. There were messing a couple, with. like yeah. at
1: least two or three. Um, You know, uh, there there's there's been a uh, so pop cultural effect. There's a ton. That they have to live up to in this with this movie, um, the poster sucks. It's it's Scorpion on one side, Sub Zero on the other, and that's and not then really the story. Yeah, I mean it's it's the beginning and the bookend, yeah, more or less, and that's it. Right, and, you know, the if they wanted to do it, they you know they put Scorpion's spear like from the the bridge of the nose down to the yeah. covering their mouths where their mouths would be. You could put Cole's head in there. Of course, mm-hmm. that would give away a whole lot of the movie. Um, you know, so so the poster kind of sucks. Does it need a sequel? Yeah, because they mentioned Bo-Rai Cho. They showed a picture. I don't know if you saw this of Nightwolf. Yeah. Uh, which I yeah. thought was neat. Yeah, that was um, awesome. You know, they had a poster at the end uh, talking about Johnny Cage, which... Yeah. Citizen Cage, his film Citizen Cage. Doesn't look like they're going with a white Johnny Cage. Are you sure? It looked like it. The skin tone looked a little darker. Tan. Hollywood, bro.
0: He's, he's got that Hollywood tint. But tan. he was he's pale as hell. There.
1: With, with sunglasses oh
0: maybe but i think in, they're in going the sh- in with, the game yeah no no i think it'll be a, a white dude but dude it, i'm totally looking forward to it because just from what you see in the poster it's already got almost like a, a 80s like kind of pastel you know that n- miami vice kind of feel to it and oh, to have him have that kind of i want that arrogant hollywood old school cool. 80s kind of s- swagger dude
1: I wonder if they're not trying to capitalize on like the popularity, the recent popularity of Luke cage. Why not? You know, why not? But um, what if John Saxton played him or they just did a face (laughs) swap? If they did a face swap with John Saxton, (laughs) that'd be cool. That won't happen. But Uh, um, yeah, so, so they need a sequel because there are, we haven't even seen Shao Kahn. Or his, you know, his. There's a lot coming. They plan
0: four more, so you know they're already got characters lined up. They've got a thin storyline to follow. Every, you know, it's gonna yeah, they, be fun. Yeah, it'll be Shao.
1: Fun. I mean, Shao Kahn. Um, you know, some of the elder god, other elder gods that you never really, they're like the guardians from, um, and just any of the other land. fighters, yeah. dude. Any of the yeah. other fighters. I mean, yeah. Uh, there's 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 a there's a metric shit ton of them. I mean, I'm sure they'll ignore some of the palette swaps, but. Yeah you know you know we haven't seen what's her name um the princess that uh kitana yes that one and her and her
0: metal fans of doom yeah but we did see the fan i don't know if you noticed there was a scene when um uh you know, the first time we saw Shao Kahn when he comes up to to Raiden and, and the group, and Raiden stands there and puts the the screen in front of him that electric screen. There's a, a cut scene real quick of a side view, and and we see Sonya Blade and uh, Kano profile, and there's some space between them and whoever's standing in front of them. You see their back, but in that space between them is the fan blade. It's literally on an mm. altar, a blue flan- fan blade. Hmm. so we already know she's she exists in the world we know she's been in the mortal Kombat universe you know yeah I, so it's gonna I'd be nice that. dude there's a lot of little little things in there
1: dude yeah i'm i'm interested and i'm eager to see because they didn't kill everybody no luckily and even
0: if they did they come back as the dead version
1: of them the evil or, or there's like undead a, yeah. version exactly and you know uh, sindel hasn't shown up yet exactly um there's you know, a lot. Uh, n- um, you know, noob sabat, Cyrax, Sector, the you know, the fight to cyber, you know, to what what is it to take all the ninja clans and turn them into robots? Yeah, that could be a whole movie unto itself. Yep. Uh, you know, and taking Sub Zero's soul and putting it into one of those definitely a lot to could do could be with cool. This. Noob Sabat. You know, I want to see uh, a sequel with more of these characters because they have been built up. I don't want to see them you know, bastardized or, or just kind of, you know, whatever bastardized Mm -hmm. works. Um, But, you know, as far as this movie goes, I did watch it in one sitting. Um, I thought it was, I had heard several things, Mm -hmm. dog shit. Good. Mm -hmm. Nothing that was great. Didn't hear any of that, but I haven't, but I've tried to stay away from written reviews, other movie podcasts that talk about movies as they come out that week. Uh, this is one of the few, I think, Chris, that we will do in real time or as it comes out yeah. only because of the term of, hey, it's only available until the uh, middle of this month on yeah. on HBO Max.
0: That's basically when we'll fit things like this in. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I like that because we don't do new movies for right. that reason, because it's very common to see those other podcasts do that. Um, I didn't pick up my phone to watch, when I watched this movie because I was looking at it. I was like, you know what? It, it's a good movie. It, it has a plot. I mean it has more. Let's say this it has more of a plot than Enter the Dragon,
0: true. Uh, Very true. It is
1: a, a movie that I've seen before. This one, uh, in that I've seen the first two, I will admit to have seen the second Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, I uh, everybody saw the first one. Um, but I think the actors, generally speaking did a good enough job to make this engaging and intriguing and interesting. And the makeup was really good on, like we talked about on, mm-hmm. um, uh, on Molina. And, you know, I really like the CG of Shao Kahn. Um, maybe not some other things, but I did enjoy the fight scenes. All of them. I thought they were really good. The first mm-hmm. one, when, when it was, you know, Bihan and, and um, Scorpion, yeah. and, you know, the way that they, you know you really got the emotion from from these two characters especially um you know and and sub zero when he starts flaking off some of his armor and and you know in that fight scene we talked about it and the scorpion fights with you i was hoping that was like hey they merge they become you know two minds in one body the man with two brains whatever you know and no it was like a two on one fight and mm, that needs a little bit of work. Flush it out, workshop it. I'm available for hire. Uh, and, uh, but I did appreciate the fan service that we also talked about, you know, the, the cut pre uh, pre stare down fight, you know, uh, with Scorpion or Sub-Zero making his sword, his ice sword with, uh, with the posing down uh, at a side view for both characters with the fatalities with, they didn't say animality Flawless victory. Yeah. That one was good. They didn't say animality, Thankfully, they didn't do Babality <laughs> or friendship. <laughs> friendship exactly. Um, those were kind of goofy. But yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, so I'm excited for what else they can bring to it. Quan Chi. I am looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. You know, two broadswords. Don't mess with that guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Him and Shang Tsung's team up from Deadly Alliance. Baraka um,
0: should be fun, too. Oh, man. And that's like a
1: whole race of them, dude. There's a whole bunch of those creatures. They cannot they're not invited to my house, by the way. Those <laughs> teeth are frightening enough. Um but you know, I'm torn here because I like I didn't pick my rating before we started, which is what I usually do. Um but on a whim here, I'm going to have to say so okay, so here's the bad. Some of the acting I'd say about 20% of the acting and uh, the plot decent i'll give it an 80 90 on the acting on the plot uh the acting i'll give it about a 70 75 ish um cg you had time what are you doing with your life you get a 60 (laughs) it's covid
0: man what the hell else are you guys doing
1: yeah either you're going to the gym or going to your refrigerator how about you go to your (laughs) computer and do some work uh side note i can't wait to watch on youtube there's a, a youtube channel called corridor crew where it's vfx guys and they critique bad cg and then they make it better oh their own home setups oh wow okay okay i can't wait to see them if they do that yeah well i told you about the one where they did with willy wonka what happens when the girl drops down below the, uh, the goose that lays the golden eggs yeah yeah one guy spent a week rendering the video nice yeah uh so again cg you get a 60 man you come on vfx department and and it was 10 minutes of credits by the way no post credit scene which i was hoping for i kept fast forwarding i'm like all same, right
0: same same um in this day and age it feels like if you're going to do this and you're trying to create a new a new you know universe you have to do that you have to mm-hmm. tease people and let them know
1: what's coming next mm-hmm. uh the directing i'm going to give this guy a uh A good grade on this one because he, and we haven't talked about the directing, but this guy hadn't done anything but commercials up until this point. Oh, okay. So I think because he has a very small window to tell a story, stretching it out to an hour 40, not including credits. I think he did a pretty solid job of that. I mean he yeah. took a story that was written that's how directing you they don't always write the story but yeah you know you know he, I think he did a very good job of telling the story getting for the most part the best he could out of the actors some of the actors need to go back to acting school we've talked about yeah. that yeah yeah or recast um so overall I think on this movie I think I'm going to go I'm going to go high on this one believe it or not so out of five garden spades, I'm going to go 4.15 on this one.
0: Wow. Okay. Very nice. For me, so I got to tell you, I saw this two different times. Well, three different times, right? Two times I tried to watch it and, and just kept falling asleep through. And I got to I'd be honest, last night when I, I – I, I, the last act, the, the last third of the film – I did a lot of dozing off and coming back to it. And I'm just feeling like I maybe had just closed my eyes. So a lot of times it felt like it was very choppy towards those with the, a lot of the fight scenes at the end. Um, and again, because I only watched it from the second half through, I remember finishing it last night going like, Oh God, why can't they get video game movies? Right? Like, why can't they get it right? Like what was wrong with, why couldn't they do that? Right. I was not happy. This morning, I sat down and said, I got to watch this through so I can get a good idea of what I may have missed. So watching it through the next, the the second time, I have to tell you, it was a much, much, much more enjoyable experience, especially because I actually could pay attention. But in, in that, I was drawn in. I was in the world of Mortal Kombat. I had the characters that I know. Um, And they were not destroyed, these characters, right? That's another thing is sometimes they take these characters and they take such liberties that you're just like, well, this isn't the character. What are you doing? And that wasn't the case at all. As a matter of fact, it really felt like the makers of this film you know, dealt with these characters very, at least in my eyes, very lovingly, I'm sure. You know, they took good care to make sure it represented what the fans were looking for, even though there were things they had to adjust and make changes to. And the fact that they created a brand new character, see, for me, that's not weird because every. New instance of Mortal Kombat we've ever gotten. Every single time there was a new chapter, we got new characters that were introduced. Right all the way up to the newest one, uh, the, the 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 past few where we were introduced to the children of some of the main characters we knew, like Johnny Cage's daughter, you know Johnny and Sonya's daughter, and, and like so we get introduced to these people, Jax's daughter. Um, I don't know, man. I, initially, my first initial reaction was to say that I was going to give this probably about a three. It felt like a three, but after watching it again, and then really kind of getting into it, enjoying what I was into, you know, I'm with you, man. It's right up there. I It's a solid four for me. This one stays at a solid four uh, garden spades out of five. Um, you know, it's not perfect. It's definitely not perfect. There's a lot they could have worked with. You're right. Some of the acting in here leaves a lot to be desired, um, but it's the choice in casting. Does it mean that they can't get better? No. This could be their... I mean, this is their first time they're playing these roles, right? A lot of times you'll see actors who... Take a character that that is a part of a franchise that by the time that you've seen them six, seven years later in this role, it's so fully developed and they've become this character that when you go back and watch their earlier stuff, you're like, oh wow, that was rough when they started playing this character. You know what I mean? So it could be that. And so let's cross our fingers because with the way this ends, it opens up this idea that we're about to get a new world, a whole new cinematic universe for this video game franchise. And if they do it the right way, you know, the, the scenery looks right. The characters look right. The fighting looks good. Uh, this could be very successful and it's going to be a good time. So yeah, for me, four out of five garden spears, shovels, whatever you okay. want to call them.
1: And, and surprisingly, you know, because of that, it's it's not a bad movie. Like it's, it's really not. It's, it's weird. to see, You know, it's interesting to see how polarizing it is where people are like, oh, it's garbage. What were you expecting? Yeah, and what
0: was garbage? So, what was it that was garbage? This was my thing too. I'd like to really have conversations with somebody who who thought it was trash because I'd like to see what it was they're seeing and what they thought was trash.
1: You know? Well, and it's two schools, a, a couple schools of thought that I can per- perceive. Yeah, you enjoyed the the nineteen ninety three movie way too much. Ninety five <laughs> or whatever. They just want know?
0: that one. They want the ninety five yeah. movie again. They want
1: the Liu Kang mullet. That's da-da, 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 I mean, I want that song. That's about it. Um, <laughs> is it that you are a purist when it comes to Mortal Kombat and you don't play anything beyond Mortal right. Kombat Three? could be that too, right? Or and they're tr- like, trilogy. hey, yeah.
0: you're supposed to do this, this, and that's not how the character would have done. Like, I could get that piece too.
1: Yeah, or you don't know what Mortal Kombat is, and you're like, what, what, what is going on here? You're like or that you- lady's
0: mouth split open. That's not realistic. This is garbage.
1: She's also dead, by the way. Look at the shit yeah. that lines She's yeah. got like the Joker scars, yeah. more or less. Um, yeah. Or yeah, just blood stains that she never wiped off.
0: I agree with you, man. It was enjoyable. It was good. It was fun. This is definitely something I'd watch again, and I'd watch again and enjoy watching it again, like to
1: see the characters. It was unexpectedly good, I yeah. think, is, is the way that I would categorize it. That's I agree. Funny.
0: Now, next week, we're going back in time.
1: Do we want to, though?
0: yes we're going to 95 okay. bro okay we're going to 95 we're going to watch the initial yeah, the first time they decided they were going to show us mortal kombat on the screen we're going to go check out mortal kombat mm. see so me i believe in a fair fight you know one-on-one man-to-man hand-to-hand just like my daddy taught me but what i saw up there was not very fair that's keno hey, forget about keno yeah, uh, where was that? the other guy? Yeah, so then he freezes this guy, right? And then he explodes. I can see his guts and everything. <laughs> Almost lost my lunch. Disgusting. What I want to know, if this Shane Sun guy is so great, how come he's got such a crummy-looking boat, hmm? Yeah. Anyway, guy gives me the creeps. <laughs> a treasure of these moments i got i have to be honest bro twice that's the amount of times i've seen that movie the first time when it first came out and i saw it on uh on dvd when it first came out on video and then probably another time in my mid-20s at some point i watched it to watch it other than that i've not seen this movie in a very long time i'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff i just i don't remember much of it you know but
1: um should
0: be fun how often have you seen that one
1: Oh, I haven't watched it lately. Um, <laughs> I I can tell you, because I know this. Why did I just search for Netflix on Netflix? Uh, it is it is on HBO Max. It, it, yeah, I, I was looking for it on Netflix, because that's the last place I remember seeing it. Um, but I in the search bar on Netflix, I typed in Netflix. <laughs> oh, Let you're going to go into some Black Mirror shit here. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just showed me everything that Netflix has put out. Uh, which was ever, ever, even back in the day when it was a subscription service and you're getting discs mailed to your house. So speaking of back in the day, it's exactly where I was going, actually. I can tell you that Mortal Kombat, the original movie from 1995, was the very first thing that I ever watched on Netflix. Wow. Streaming. Check it. I know. All right. And so, I mean, I've seen it a few times lately. Nope. Definitely haven't. Yeah, I definitely have not it, And
0: it's going to be interesting after watching this, right? And and being pleasantly surprised as to how fun it was to watch this rebooted version to go back and see what the plans were back then. Um, All right, dude, let's get out of here. Tell the people what they need to hear before we shut the show off.
1: So be safe, be smart, be logical. Um, take care of one another and also be, be safe around one another. Otherwise, You might hear out of the corner of your ear and see out of the corner of your you might hear something like from the distance get over here and you might see something come whizzing past your eye and yank you back
0: finish him
1: yeah that's what's going to happen and by, (laughs) by finishing him chris i'll put a mask over your face
0: and with that it's time to unsilence your phones